0: "'What do you think about the ring, Inspector?' he said brightly. "'Interesting markings there, aren't they?' "'Ah, Greenlee,' said the inspector, closing his eyes and rubbing his temples. "'Interesting though it may be, the ring is a distraction. It'll no doubt aid in the identification of this unlucky individual, but, as we have established, this is not our man. That information is utterly irrelevant to us. "'Any other—' "'Dazzling insights, Detective Sergeant?' "'No, sir,' replied D.S. Greenly, less brightly. "'Well,' the inspector sighed, "'this has been a disappointment. "'I had hoped the tip we got this morning "'from the man in that coastal cookery shop "'claiming to see Mr. Smith alive was a mistake. "'But now it seems we must regard it as a legitimate sighting.' he returned his dark, broad-brimmed hat to his head. All right, Greenley, let's leave it to the local police to sort out this mess, shall we? What we need to do is get ourselves back to Saltcliffe Station and wait for Mr. Smith to make his move. If he is indeed alive, that train will be his only way out of the area. We'll catch him there as he attempts to flee, and he'll be back in shackles before tea time. Arthur Whipple had the misfortune of being nearest the doorway when the knock came. He had hardly been able to sleep that night and had crept from his bedroom just prior to sunrise before anyone else in the house had risen. As he wandered past the entry hall on his way to the kitchen, he was nearly startled out of his slippers by a violent thumping at the front door. Upon collecting his wits, he decided the knocking sounded far too urgent to wait for Wilhelm. The Whipples' butler and World's strongest German to answer it. So he walked to the door and opened it himself. He immediately wished he hadn't. It didn't seem possible that the man outside the door could look any angrier. But then the man recognized the mousy-haired twelve-year-old boy who had opened the door for him. Ah! cried Inspector Smudge, throwing up his arms in exasperation. I can't stand a look at him, Greenley. Get him out of my sight. "'Really, sir?' said Greenlee with a yawn. The typically wide-eyed detective looked as though he had not slept in some time. "'Out of my sight! Now!' ordered Smudge. "'Yes, sir,' said Detective Sergeant Greenlee. Inspector Smudge whirled about and stormed off down the steps. The sergeant turned to Arthur with an apologetic smile. "'Pardon us, Arthur.' Nice to see you again, by the way. But would you mind fetching your parents? The inspector would like a word. Of course, DS Greenley said Arthur. I believe they're still in bed, but— The sergeant sighed. I'm afraid nothing short of the grave will stop the inspector this morning. Right, said Arthur. He returned two minutes later with his mother and father strategically positioning himself behind his parents as Smudge stamped back up to the doorway. "'Good morning, Inspector,' said Arthur's father, Charles, with half-open eyelids. "'A bit early for a friendly visit, I say. What seems to be the trouble?' "'Oh, nothing, Mr Whipple,' Smudge grumbled. "'Just thought I'd Stop in to deliver the morning paper in case you'd missed it. With that, he removed the bulging newspaper from his coat and hurled it at Arthur's father. Mr. Whipple caught the paper with a grimace, then held it up to the light. Spanning the World Record's front page was a photograph of Inspector Smudge and a dozen policemen holding spatulas next to a stack of barrels at a train station. It looked to Arthur like any of the other record-breaking property seizure photos that typically grace the pages of the record, except for one small detail. Over Smudge's shoulder in the top left corner, a circular section of the background had been enlarged to show a dark figure suspended in midair, dangling from the handles of what appeared to be a rolling pin. The figure wore an all-black chef's uniform, complete with puffy black chef's hat. Like some sort of culinary cat burglar. The rolling pin of the figures.